0: Are you guys awake? Amen. If inaanto ka, say amen! At least hindi lahat. Kanina sa 8, lahat. <laughs> amen! Very proud pa <laughs> eh. <Yeah>. Inaanto kami! <laughs> so advance happy Valentine's po sa inyong lahat. And you know, it's really good to be here again, you know, and share the word of God. So this morning, no, we're gonna talk about a reckless love. Uh, itong story na to can be found in Hosea chapter 1 until chapter 3. Alright? So, please don't forget to sign up po to our married couples for our Feb 25 event, yung Harana. We have a lot of, you know, surprises para sa ating mga couples. You know, we even ask mga uh, some people to sing with us for us. To us. <laughs> Excited much. <laughs> All right. So let me start this preaching with the vow that we always use during our wedding ceremonies. Right. So if you've attended yung mga wedding ceremonies that we've conducted, you're probably familiar with this. And this is something naman na common na kasama talaga no in, in weddings, na merong vow. Normally, uh, the couple would prefer to make their own. But sometimes, uh, this one is also okay naman. Alright, so let us start. I'll read. Sabi dito, I thank the Lord for giving you to me. This is yung vow ng husband and yung wife sa altar. You are God's gift. Today, I am receiving you as God's gift to be my husband or my wife. I promise to love you just as Christ loves you and me. I promise to care for you, to give myself unselfishly in order to meet your needs. I promise to serve you, to treasure you, to live with you, to honor, help, and keep you all the days of my life. I promise to forsake other men or women and be faithful only to you for as long as I live. I promise to be a Christian husband or wife to you from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer for poorer in sickness and in health until death do us part until death do us part you know this is your covenant or the commitment or the vow that we make when we enter into marriage this is something that you just you don't just say but you live you know throughout your entire life more until death sets you apart until death sets you apart Now, why does it, why did it include doon, nakalagay diyan, I promise to love you just as Christ loves you, and, you know, be a Christian husband or wife to you. Now, Sinamayan yan diyan, you know, not because we want you to start becoming a Christian kapag kasal ka na, but it's a reminder for you that you are a Christian, a follower of Christ when you enter into marriage. And so meaning, you already have a relationship with the Lord, you have made it right with the lord and you enter in the relationship complete with god as you enter and make your covenant na yan with your spouse you know that you are first and foremost a christian a follower of jesus christ a representative of who christ is you know you must remember that you are to be like christ to your wife or husband every single day now madeliba siya Sa mga married couple, madali ba siya to be Christ-like every single day? No. If you're honest, your answer would be no. Because marriage is hard work. It's not just about love. Yes, love is included. Kailangan talaga yan. It's part of, of the relationship, the commitment. But also, the, the commitment to be Christ-like is part of yung relationship. And it's really hard to be in marriage. You know, but It is worth it. You know, hard work, but worth it, you know. Now, let let me just explain what what Christian marriage is about. You know, God looks upon marriage as a covenant between the husband, the wife, and God. Much of your real joy comes from giving and not getting. And if you're married or if you want to be married someday, it's mostly about giving. It's not getting. It's not what I can get out of the marriage, but it's what I, I can give. my spouse. For marriage is modeled to the relationship between Christ and His church. In every Christian marriage, the world should be able to see the mutual giving and self-giving which characterizes the relationship between Christ and the church. You know, marriage gives the man the opportunity, the husband, the opportunity to express towards his love or his wife the love just like Jesus' love who gave up his very life for his bride. Dumating na ba? Or have you ever reached the point wherein you have to give yourself that you have to die for your spouse? Siguro hindi pa, no? Yung tipong ano, pipiliin natin. Si mamamatay, yung asawa mo, ikaw. <laughs> Mga anak, no? Ah, bakit ako Hindi <laughs> pa, di ba? We haven't really gone to that part wherein I have to, you know, that I have to give my heart so that my my wife would live or I have to give my kidney, you know, so that my... Other, better half lives. Right? Now, marriage also gives the woman the opportunity to be recipient of the husband's love and being in subjection, just like our subjection in everything in Christ, without spot or wrinkle, holy and without blemish. And this is described in Ephesians 5:24 to 27. Now, this is not just an idea, no? but it is the outworking of the Holy Spirit in the lives of every Christian couple. Now, I have here... Uh, dalawang magkaibang papel, uh, hindi, magkaibang kulay. Yellow. Ah, tama, yellow, yellow. <laughs> Nung panahon kasi namin, walo nga lang yung colors. Eh. <laughs> Orange. Tama? Tama ba? Kanina kasi yung yellow, color red. Eh. <laughs> okay, so lalagyan ko siya ng uh, pandikit. Yeah, Hindi ako nagkakalat, ha. Ah. <laughs> so, yung titikid ko siya. All right? Kasi, the two will become one. Ayan. So, di ba? Hindi na siya isang paper. Ah, hindi na siya two separate paper, but now it has become one. Yes? Yes? Alright. So, let's leave it there. You know yung kanta ng ano, di ba? Spice Girls. When two become one, I need someone... <laughs> So two different colors, diba? separate, nakita, and then they became one. This covenant is for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer in sickness and health until death do us part. You know, can you imagine that, ba? Even at the worst times, you know, richer, poorer, sickness, health, you know, that's God's image of marriage. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life, whether you are rich, poor together. Marriage should still, you know, you should stay together. It should not separate, the, the situation should not separate you from your husband or your wife. And that's God's vision for marriage. And today we will look at the story of a couple and see how true love really works. And we will look into the life of Hosea and Gomer. Have you ever read Hosea and Gomer? These are two different like, opposite poles. Like, ito yung pag nakita mong couple you'd probably say, that, that that will not work. Have you ever been that kind of person? Ito, like, hindi ito bagay. Hindi mo tatawin. Oh, two months, two months. Yeah? <laughs> Bukas yan, iba na yan. <laughs> do, you, do you know someone like that? You know, like, tingin palang, you know, karakas pa lang ng mukha <laughs> so let So let's let's read. In Hosea, chapter 1, verse 2 to 9 and 2 to 5. When the Lord began to speak through Hosea, the Lord said to him, Go marry a promiscuous woman and have children with her. For like an adulterous wife, this land is guilty of unfaithfulness to the Lord. So he married Gomer, daughter of Diblam, and she conceived and bore him son. Yung pangalan pa alam mo, hindi na magtatagal to eh. Gomer. ba? Pag, pag dinala mo in, in uh, reunion, uh, guys, I would like you to meet my my my, my soon-to-be wife, Gomer. ba? Gomer. Gomer. <laughs> if your name is Gomer, I have no intent to <laughs> make one. Please forgive me. <laughs> But, di ba, Gomer, you know? But, and then in verse 4, Then the Lord said to Isaiah, call, uh, call him Jezreel, because I will soon punish the house of Jehu for the massacre at Jezreel. When they bore a son, the Lord said, call him Jezreel, you know? Mean, meaning punishment. That was the meaning of his name. And then when Gomer conceived again and gave birth to a daughter, the Lord said to Isaiah, Call her Loruhama, which means not loved. Can you imagine, Hosea calling, uh, punishment, come here. If that's you, diba? parang hindi ka pa, hindi mo alam, paggalitan ba, Papaluin ba ako? Eh, The one that I not loved, can, can you come here? ba, ang, ang, ang sakit nung name, diba? But the Lord said that you gave give them the, this name. And then, after Gomer weaned Loruhama, Gomer had another son. Then the Lord said, call him Lo-Ami which means not my people. Now, all the, yung mga anak na to, the sons, daughters, hindi ito kay, kay Hosea. Because again, uh, Gomer was a prostitute and he was a rebellious woman. He worshipped Baal. He worshipped different kinds of idols. He would worship anyone who would give her comfort. And he would, she would sleep with different men. So, can you imagine, the Lord said, go look for, you know, a prostitute, marry her, have kids, and take her with you. You know, be married to this rebellious person. And he did. He did. In verse, uh, in chapter 2, verse 5, their mother has been unfaithful and has conceived them in disgrace. She said, I will go after my lovers who give me food and water, wool, linen, My olive oil and my drink. And so after giving birth to three kids, finally Gomer said, you know, I'm done. I don't want this kind of marriage anymore. I'm out of this marriage. And he said, you know, all the kids, you can have them, but I'm going. You know, Gomer went to worship Baal, continued to rebel against God. Gomer allowed herself to be abused given her life to anyone who has a better offer of comfort and pleasure, she prostituted herself and lost respect to who she was. And she lost her identity and has given up on everyone who cared for her. You know, in marriage, when two become one flesh, when one rips away or, or from another, the pain stays. You know, the pain leaves a lasting impression. So just imagine this. Two becoming one, di Kasi naging separate paper God being the yung pandikit made them one so if one separates what happens it leaves a lasting impression it ruins the picture you're not the same anymore that's why if you notice diba, some example yung lovebirds, diba? Pag yung isang lovebirds the other one will either commit suicide or will, you know, go hunger strike, and they will die. And I've witnessed that. We used to have uh, two African lovebirds. The other one died, like, in a span of three days. The other one died, you know? Just like that. Because being away from the one that you made covenant with breaks you, rips you apart. And the same with marriage that we have. If one of you suddenly plans to go on a separate way, it breaks the person who is left behind, and now we read you know and we heard the voice of the Lord, you know, because sabi ni Lord, you know go look for this promiscuous woman, you know so go uh, Hosea found love of his life, you know, a beautiful bride, and they started the family, but can you imagine when when he when she left Hosea, when Gomer left Hosea, can you imagine? his situation. Three kids with bad names. Diba? Pangit na nga yung pangalan. Siniwan ka pa ng asawa mo. Can you imagine if you're like in a community? Diba? During those times, it's a very small community. It's not like millions of people. Diba? So everybody knows everyone. And he is a prophet. He preaches God's message. So he is not like an ordinary person that you see, like, you know, that you would pass by and would not identify. He was someone who preaches the word or or the, or the message of God. He was a prophet during that time. And so, can you imagine what he must have felt? You know, loneliness, probably anger, bitterness, rejection, you know. He was a prophet, you know, and, you know, imagine his everyday life, you know, when when, when he gets ready, go to work. You know, his kids would ask, Hey, hey, dad, where's mom? I don't know. Probably with somebody else. Or one of the kids would say, uh, How can, can we have a pa- family picture? Cannot. Because I don't even know your dad. You know, you don't even belong to, to my bloodline, you know. It, it's, it, he was left with, with a difficulty. You know, that's why sometimes if you see like uh, single parents, oh, you have to pray for them. Because it's really hard to be a single parent. Single mom and becoming a dad as well, or a single dad taking care of, of kids. Oh, it's so hard. Kami lang ni Josie dalawa kami isa lang anak namin. We only have one kid. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> And you guys keep the telling us, you know, have one more, have one more. Yeah, right. <laughs> if any of you is willing to take care of your college plan, ng mga <laughs> sure. <laughs> Life insurance says no problem. <laughs> but going back, if you're a single parent, single mom, single dad, we understand. It's it's, or we cannot identify, but we know how hard it is. You know, that's why if you see them, please pray for them. If your parent is a single parent, oh, please be a good kid, you know. Please be merciful to your parent or to your mom, you know, because it's really hard. Imagine, you know, Hosea living alone. And people, everyone around him knows that his wife is a prostitute. His wife... Is living with another man and not just with one man, with different men. You know, and probably he could not explain, you know, what, what to do. And so later, you know, we'll, we'll at the end we'll also pray for our single parents as well. Because we we know that you know you need a lot of prayer. And so again, remember that Hosea was a prophet, he carried God's burden for Israel. He preaches with passion because he understands. God's love for Israel because he himself is going through that. You know, the Israelites were rebelling against God. And God keeps pursuing Israel. And the same with Hosea. Gomer has rebelled against him, has left him, and yet his heart is there. His heart is there. You see, the church, you know, God used Hosea to teach the world about his love for us, yung reckless love ni God for us. You know, Hosea's life was a lesson for every one of us to see what true love means, what it means to really love to the point that you give everything and you don't receive anything in return. And that's you know, unconditional love ni God. You know, I mentioned earlier that marriage is hard work, but it's worth it. It's worth it because it reflects the love that God has for His people. You know, the church is the modern extension of people, of the people of God. And God said, husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave Himself for her. You know, this is one of the teachings that we always you know, include in our pre-marriage counseling wherein we tell the husband or the husband-to-be that it is your responsibility to love your wife. The Lord did not command the wife to love the husband, but the Lord commanded the husband to love his wife. Men are initiators. Women are responders. If you don't initiate love, they will not respond with love. Simple as that. Give them so much love and they will Reciprocate with love. So much love. Give them so much pain. <laughs> you don't know what you're asking for. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know my <laughs> <You> master. <don't know. laughs> a happy wife, a happy life. Amen. Amen. Sabi nga, ba? When you're hurt, Speak up. When you're sad, uh, when you're wrong, man up. And when you're right, shut up. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so, men, it is our responsibility, husband, the responsibility to initiate love because they will, in return, love us back. You give more love, you love tank that we say, you know. Pag nag-spill over yan, oh, you'd, you'd, you don't know what you're going to get, you know? Surprises after surprises. But if you give them so much pain, so much doubt, if you give them room to doubt you, oh, it's going to be trouble. So don't even go there. Love your wife. So today, if you're here with your wife, katabi mo siya, can you hold her hand? Come on, husband, hold her hand. Look her in the eye and just say, I love you. You know, just in your own words, mahal kita. Just say, I love you. Come on, it's okay. Come on. (laughs) Those watching, you can do this the same, you know. Hold your wife's hand, look them in the eye, and just say, I love you. I love you. So Hosea, after going through so much heartaches, sleepless nights trying to fill in two roles and preach and follow God, Gomer on the other hand, you know, has continued to throw herself to the world, false idols, men who has no, you know, care for her, who would abuse her and eventually she was sold for slavery. Ito yung sad parte. When when Gomer was with Hosea, she was like a queen, a princess. And then she left. And now she is being sold for slavery. Can you imagine that? How could this Gomer be, you know, so uh, ungrateful? You know, no no care for herself. And then then God speaks to Hosea again in chapter 3 of Hosea. This is what the Lord said. Go show your love to your wife again. Though she is loved by another man and is an adulteress, love her as the Lord loves the Israelites, though they turn to other gods and love the sacred raisin cakes. You know, ano ba tong sacred raisin cakes na to? Ano ba, dito ba nagsimula ano, food for the gods? Ang bahaw di ba raisin cakes, <laughs> sacred raisin cakes and other gods di ba? Yun yung level ng sacred raisin cakes di ba? Other gods. Did you did you get it? God told Hosea, go look for your wife again and love her. Yung umiwan sa yon, mo, iuwi mo at mahalin mo ulit. I'm just thinking, you know, God, first time you said, marry a prostitute. And then she left me. And now, you want me to look for her? Like seriously, like you want me to go look for her and love her again after all she did? God, you know, just said, you know, find her, look for her, rescue her, bring her, bring her home. Win her heart again and make it work. You know, because even if marriage is hard, it's worth it, you know. Jose is probably saying, you know, how am I going to do that? She rejected me, diba no nung, nung naghiwalay kami, she said, it's me, not you. <laughs> Lord, you know, she left me with the kids. Bakit parang kasalanan ko? Di Probably this was the argument, you know. And then lastly, sabi niya, gusto <laughs> No, it's funny, di ba? <laughs> niya, Lord, gusto ko nung bumita, pero pa nung puso. <laughs> and God simply said, yes, all of that is true. But husbands are to love your wives as Christ loved the church. When they were yet sinners, you know, and gave himself for her. Unconditional love. That was what God was saying. Unconditional love, Hosea. Look for her, bring her home, love her, win her back. That was your goal, or that was the goal that God has set for Hosea. And Hosea sets out to find her and chooses to love her still. You know, in, in verse 2, sabi dun, I bought her for 15 shekels of silver. Imagine Hosea going to the auction house. I haven't been to the auction, but I just watched yung mga, uh, sa mga series sa, sa Netflix, no? You know, like, uh, okay, one thousand, blah, 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 blah. blah I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. Diba? One thousand, one thousand. And then somebody would say, you know, for two 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 shekels of silver. You know, because it was Gomer. They, she was being sold as a slave. And so, Jose was there watching. And probably some people are asking or maybe thinking, you know, maybe she, he's here because he wants to see her suffer. Or maybe he's here because he wants to see who's going to buy her. So that, you know, she can, he can tell this person that, you know, this person has done so many bad things, you know, punish her or whatever. And so the, the auction was continuing. Somebody offered five silver of she, uh, shekels of silver. And then somebody said, ten shekels of silver. And then out of nowhere, Hosea shouted, fifteen shekels of silver. And then the guy said, sold to this guy. And everybody knew that he was the husband the husband was buying back his wife. And none of them was probably ready when, when he started to bid. Come on! Diba? Parang if, if I was your friend, if I was Hosea's friend, I'd be like, dude, what's wrong with you? But that is what love is. That is unconditional love. Ang galing, diba? And so Hosea, The husband bought Gomer the wife back. In verse 3, Then I told her, You are to live with me many days. You must not be a prostitute or be intimate with any man, and I will behave the same towards you. You know, today, if you are having an argument with your wife or husband, or maybe you hate your wife or husband today, for whatever reason, you know, I have three things for you so that you can reconcile, and I'll use the Word of God. Number one, the Bible says in Ephesians 5.25 Husband, love your wives. Now, kung matigas pa rin yung puso mo at hindi mo pa rin ma-forgive yung husband mo or yung wife mo, may second pa. Mark 12.31 Anyone? Love your neighbor as yourself. If you cannot see your wife or your husband as your husband or your wife, then love him or her as your neighbor na lang. May pangatlo ba? And pag hindi talaga, tigas ng puso ko, Lord eh. Walang walls na makakabreak break nito. May pangatlo ba? Luke 6.35 You can begin here. But love your enemies. Do good to them and lead them to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. So kung magkagalit kayo ngayon, tatlo yun. You can start anywhere. Husband, love your wives. Love your neighbor. Kapag hindi mo talaga kayo makita neighbor ka, yung husband mo or wife mo, enemy, sige Sabi naman ni Lord, they love them pa rin. And maybe God can help and maybe God will intervene in that broken marriage. You see, Hosea did not use three strikes or you know, three strikes and you're out or you've maxed out your grace today. You know, he loved Gomer unconditionally. Now, before we pass judgment on Gomer, remember that we don't represent Hosea. You and I, we don't represent Hosea here. We actually represent Gomer. The Lord has been chasing us for a long time. And we've been running away. I, 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 the gospel was introduced to me when I was in high school. Second year. I accepted the Lord after four years in college. I was running away. I, didn't, I don't want to have anything to do with God. I don't like you. And I keep telling the pastor, I don't like your Jesus. So boring. And I have rebelled. And just like you, you have rebelled. We are like Gomers. We are not like Hosea. I wish. But we are like Gomer to God. We have rejected God. We have worshipped other idols, other gods except Him. We even put God as the last option when we're in trouble. When you're in trouble, when something's wrong in your family, what do you do? You look for solutions alone, on your own, your friends. And when all else fails, that's the time we turn to God and say, God, I don't know what else to do. When we hit rock bottom, that's the only time we call God. So I don't think that's being a, a Hosea. I think that's being a Gomer. I don't want to have anything to do with you, Lord. But because I don't have any option, sige, game. The trouble we are in right now is because we often fail to obey His commands because we do it our way. We ignore every word He gives us. We ignore the Holy Spirit's conviction. We ignore the people that God sent to guide us. And we are like Gomer. But maybe you're asking, but can God still love me if I am a rebellious person can God still love me yes yes the dying on the cross is not just for us to be saved but he died to reconcile us to the father he rose again so that we can commune with him again the communion that we do every first week of the month it reminds us that one day we're gonna have you know we're gonna eat together with Christ that was his promise he died not so that we can be saved not so that you can have a comfortable life. He died so that he, we can be with Him. So that we can give glory unto Him. Now, see how a marriage story between a husband and a wife becomes the ultimate God's story of love. So there are three things. Number one, God's love redeems. Now, Hosea did not punish her or he did not buy her to punish her he buys her to redeem her. Hosea did a noble thing but Jesus gave more and sacrificed more for you. So si Hosea physical money or silver bought back his wife. Jesus died on the cross for you and I. If your relationship is rocky or unstable today, you know maybe you're a couple but you sleep in separate beds, you know isa nasa taas isa nasa sa I've, I've heard of this, I've seen this, I've, I've heard kids tell me this. You know, when, when, when mom and dad comes to church, they're okay. As soon as we enter the car, that's a different conversation. If that's you, you know, if, or if you find it difficult to trust, trust each other again, hear me out, God's love redeems your story, your marriage, and even in the midst of the most irre- irre- irreconcilable differences. God can redeem your marriage. God can redeem your marriage. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Second, God's love never changes. You know, we can learn from this story that God's love, that God does not love you because of what you do. In fact, God always loves you in spite of what you do. God does not love you because of what you are. He always loves you in spite of who you are. Does it make sense? It's not because of what you can give, what you can sacrifice, because God loves you even before you did everything or anything for Him. He just loves you, period. God's love never changes, you know. And let it fill our hearts this morning, you know, unconditional love, you know, to be faithful to our spouse, you know, for better, for worse. Sickness and in health till death do us part. And third, God's love gives hope. In the story of Hosea and Gomer, it ended, you know, if, if the story of Hosea and Gomer ended in chapter 2, things would have still worked, you know. Probably, you know, best best case scenario, maybe Chongo, I mean, Gomer would have received healing and restoration. Why <laughs> Chongo? <laughs> Lord... I forgive Gomer. <laughs> Parang I, I feel the pain. <laughs> Maybe Gomer would have received healing and restoration. The kids would have grown up, you know, encountering God's love and etcetera, etcetera. But God's story has a chapter three wherein God commanded Hosea to look for his wife and take her back. They reconciled and. Hosea commit his love and faithfulness to her once again. Hosea's reckless love towards Gomer was meant to be a prophetic symbol of God's relationship with Israel. You know, God is like a faithful husband to Israel. He rescued them out of slavery. He brought them to Mount Sinai and they entered into the covenant. And God asked them to be faithful to him alone, Diba. But the Israelites took all the abundance that God gave to them in the promised land and dedicated Everything to worship the Canaanite God, Baal. Unbelievable, right? The Lord provided for everything, and yet they worship somebody else. Same with us. The Lord has sacrificed, given us everything that we need. And yet we still choose to serve other gods. Now, God could have ended the covenant and got rid of Israelites. Like Hosea. You know, having a legitimate reason to get rid of Gomer because of your infidelity. But instead, God says he's going to pursue Israel once again, refresh his covenant with Israel. And God does so because of his own love and faithfulness. God took his reckless love further by letting his son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. You know, God's vision for every marriage is to reflect God's reckless love. That you, husband and wife, would give everything to each other. Giving and not getting. Again, marriage is hard work, but it's worth it. Now I know in this room, you know, you just need to look at the lives around you and, and know that this is not a happy ending in some of the family, right? actually you even look into your own family and you know that it's not what is happening right now maybe you're part of a broken family maybe you're a single mom single dad maybe your your parents are still married but they are in separate countries because they have to work you know not because they don't love each other but they simply have to leave leave and work to provide and so like you're here alone or maybe they have other families already and you don't know where to put yourself in are you the legitimate or the illegitimate kid but hear me out you know god's love gives hope now if there are young people out here you know don't ever say na hindi ako mag-aasawa kasi palpak yung marriage ng parents ko or ayoko mag-aasawa kasi baka matulad ako with my parents maghihiwalay lang din sa, i i have a friend She said, I don't want to be married because I know in the end, magihiwala lang naman. So ngayon, live in lang sila for a, long, for a long time already, maybe 20 years. Because she experienced her parents, you know, been together for 40 years. And for some reason, suddenly they, sa- they, they said, you know, I don't love you anymore. I don't love you anymore. They split. And so it, it made a lasting impression to that kid. And so she made a vow. I'm not going to get married. I'm going to have a partner. not going to get married. But God's love gives hope. Their story will never be your story. God, if you put God into the equation, if you put God in the center of your marriage, things will be different. Is it hard work? Yes, hard work talaga. Loving someone is hard because we have expectations but when you start to just love and not expect, you'll find it easy to give. You'll find it easy to love. But every time you give flowers and then you expect that they'll give you flowers back or give you a kiss, Heartbreak just heartbreak. When we were dating ni Josie, Hindi pa naman kasi yung mga technology. Uh, I used to give her like, I, I, yung Hallmark cards, diba? It's as big as this, diba? Hallmark cards. Tell me, you know Hallmark cards, right? Yeah. Yung mga mga huh? <laughs> It's something, yeah. Greeting card, like your birthday, yeah. And so, when when I give when I give her like, uh, you know, a card, she would open it. She reads so fast, eh? I don't know how she does that, but, wait, thank you. Puts it on the table, goes on with the conversation, blah, 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 blah. At first, I'm like offended. I'm like, did you even read it? Like, yeah, and then she would tell me the details. Yeah, it says blah, 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 blah. Okay, and it's nice, and thank you. And I'm like, okay, not gonna go anywhere. And then she would leave it somewhere in the office. And sometimes when I visit her office, it would be on the floor. Like, or it becomes like a, like a bookmark. You know, it's like everywhere. And so I said, okay. So that you don't lose any of my Hallmark cards, I bought her the big one. <laughs> Can you read this? <laughs> and I don't know how, she lost it. (laughs) When I said, oh, where's the Hallmark card? I don't know, it's just here somewhere. (laughs) I don't know, but it's a gift. (laughs) And then I, 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 the Lord spoke to me and said, why do you expect appreciation? You said you love her. You communicated in the lines did you love her why does it have to be conditional so right now if i give her flowers she looks at it oh nice those 10 seconds is like the wow thank you jesus <laughs> appreciate much <laughs> and then we had the daughter i gave my daughter flowers she said oh dad it's so nice gets a scissor cuts it and said come on let's plant it on the garden i'm like what <laughs> you're supposed to like put it on a you know on a vase or something she cuts it you know removes everything like plants it a project <laughs> but point is when you give and when you love you don't expect for anything in return you love 100% not waiting for anything in return. If, if you say, I love you, and they don't say, I love you back, it's okay. You just initiate saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. There's power in words. And there's power when you bring it to, to, to Christ, when you include Christ in the relationship. Amen? Amen, amen. So this morning, this morning, God loves redeems, God's love never changes, and God lo- God's love never gives hope. You know, we're going to sing a song. If I can ask everyone to stand, would you stand? And as we sing this song, maybe you can ask yourself, Lord, if you're a couple here, ask yourself, Lord, is there anything in our life right now that we need to sort out? Do I need to you know work it out with my wife my husband or maybe you came from a broken home ask the lord lord i know this don't this won't be my future i know this won't be i my 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 family won't be the same with what happened to my family and and let god speak to you or if you are a single parent and you know really, really having a hard time You know, let God speak to you today. Let God speak to you today. Or maybe you're in a relationship, a a, a couple relationship, marriage relationship, and there's no more spark. There's no more love. Why don't you let God speak to you today? Amen. So let's worship the Lord.
1: Before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. You have been so, so good to me Before I took a breath You breathed your life to me You have been so, so kind to me I Fall deserve it, still you give yourself away oh the overwhelming never ending, reckless love of God
0: thank you Jesus now let me just pray for those single parents here if you're a single parent can you just raise your hand and if you're seated beside them can you just stretch your hands towards them or maybe you came from a broken family. It's okay. It's okay. The Lord can still redeem you. Can you just stretch your hands towards those people whose hands are raised? And we're going to pray for them right now. We're going to pray a blessing over them. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for every person who's here today. Lord, for those people, Lord God, who came from broken homes, Lord God, or maybe they are single parents, Lord, we pray that you bless them, that you provide for them, for that you protect them, Lord God, that you fill in every need in their lives, Lord God. Father, remind them of who they are. Remind them that you know them by name. Remind them, Lord God, that your love gives hope, Lord God, that you can redeem what was lost and that you will never give up. That you will never give up. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you will continue, Lord, to teach them, to mold them, Lord God. As they respond to your call, I pray, Lord God, that they will just submit their hearts to you, Lord God, and acknowledge that you are the author of their lives, dear God. And Lord, we thank you for their, loves, for their lives, dear God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, can I call before we end? Can I call my wife to, to stand here with me? If you're here with your husband and your wife, or your wife, we're gonna do something. We're gonna do a hand ceremony. Right? So, face each other. Okay, lahat po ng couples dito, Yan. Face each other. Una-muna, the husband will salo the hand of the... Like this. na <laughs> No, no, no. The wife will catch the hand. Both hands. Both hands. Like this. And then I'll I'll read. And then later, Josie naman will read. Alright? So can we do that? So wife, again, face your husband. Look them in the eye if you can. Hold his hands, palms up. So you may see the gift that they are to you. Alright? Husband to wife, these are the hands of your best friend. Young, strong, and vibrant with love that are holding yours today. I am your husband and I promise to love you all the days of my life. These are the hands that will work alongside yours. Together we will build our future. Together we will laugh and cry. Together we share our innermost secrets and dreams. These are the hands that will place with expectant joy against your stomach until I too feel my child stare within you. These are the hands that may look so large and strong, yet will be so gentle as I hold our baby for the first time or second time. These are the hands that will work long hours for you and our new family. These are the hands that will passionately love you and cherish you through the years for a lifetime of happiness. These are the hands that will countless times wipe the tears from your eyes, tears of sorrow and tears of joy. These are the hands that will comfort you in illness and hold you when you fear or grief wreck your mind. These are the hands that will tenderly lift your chin and brush your cheek as I raise your face to look into my eyes, eyes that are filled completely with his overwhelming love and desire for you. Now, palit naman tayo, husband, please hold yung hand ng wife.
2: All right wife, we can stare at our husband's eyes intently and do this. These are the hands of your best friend, smooth, young, and carefree that are yours, that are holding yours on today. I am your wife, and I pledge my love and commitment to you all the days of my life. These are the hands that will hold each child in tender love, soothing them through illness and hurt supporting and encouraging them along the way and knowing when it is time to let go. These are the hands that will massage tension from your neck and back in the evenings that we have both had a long, hard day. These are the hands that will hold you tight as you struggle through difficult times. These are the hands that will comfort you when you are sick or console you when you are grieving. These are the hands that will passionately love you and cherish you through the years for a lifetime of happiness. These are the hands that will hold you in joy and excitement and hope each time that I tell you that we have a child or another blessing. And together we have created new life. These are the hands that will give you support as I encourage you to chase your dream and fulfill God's call in your life. These are the hands that, even when wrinkled and aged, will still be reaching for yours, still love you all the days of my life.
0: Now, let's pray for them. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for every couple in this place. Lord, we thank you because as they start a family, as they start to bless each other, they will also bless the people around them, the people that they influence, the people, their children. Lord, we thank you for what you have done and what you're doing. Lord, keep them safe, Lord God. Let their love be complete in you. Let their love be burn, burning in passion, Lord God. And let their let them continue to love and cherish each other. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And the uh, husband may now kiss his wife. Be kissed. The husband, you Ah, Husband, please kiss your... Uh, Okay, husband, please kiss your wife. But he needs you. The Lord bless you po. have a great week. Bring somebody with you next week and today we have Friendship Sunday. So please visit our lobby, ask for the info. Okay? God bless and have a great week.